know, Uther. I intend to live forever. How dare you show your face here? Uh, faces. <laughs> <laughs> Don't laugh at that, you idiot! A lot of story there, a lot of lore uh, for those of you who are into that kind of thing. I love you. Welcome to Live, Laugh, Lore, the podcast that explores where we've been and where we may go next in the world of Warcraft. Welcome, everyone, to Live, Laugh, Lore, episode 59, the show. Hey, Editor Jin, sorry, that joke was too dumb. Back to the show. It's, it's really a dumb joke. <laughs> We're moving on. <laughs> okay. Each episode, we'll check in, have some laughs, and talk all about the lore of Warcraft one or two topics at a time. My name is Jin, the one that has now had and loves Tim Tams. Mm-hmm. And I'm joined by someone that, actually, same thing, uh, has had and loves Tim Tams. It's Allie. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're so, they're so good. And Tim Tams Lamb, like, that's just... My new hotness. It's, it's amazing, and Literally. I want to do it all the time. It requires hot Literally, cocoa, yeah. so it's a hotness. It does. It's mm. hot. It's hot. It's so hot. Mine is. Now I make it like a, what if, oh, what if we did that, but then did like a peppermint schnapps hot chocolate? I already ate all my Tim Tams, Tam. though. Like, they're gone. Well, that was your silly mistake. <laughs> silly mistake? Did you do what are you talking about? Did you, did you do it with peppermint schnapps? No. No, I didn't do no peppermint schnapps Tim Tam slam. What if we do like an alcoholic... Tim Tam Slam. Alcoholic Tim Tam. I don't know. Like maybe I'll Oh, order. that'd be so good. I mean, I, I looked it up. You can order it on Amazon. So that'd be, I, I, we could figure something out. This is sounded like scary though. Like where are we going? <laughs> it sounds amazing. The, the correct phrase is amazing. Uh, amazingly or dangerous. Phrase, whatever. So, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so Allie, other than enjoying the crap out of Tim Tam Slams, uh, what have you been up to? Hmm? I've been amazed at how easy it is to level with the primal invasions. Like, holy hell, it goes so fast. Everyone was talking about, I'm like, oh, sure, it'll, it'll be a little bit easier. And I have some tunes that I wanted to get from 50 to 60. Holy crap. Holy like, crap. Like, holy crap. Holy crap. It's so, it's so fast. So, so fast. fast. It's, it's ridiculous. Like, everyone was right. It's. It's a beautiful thing. I got three, I think three alts up and get them some good gear too, which is really nice. So yeah, I've been enjoying the invasions. I've not had a chance to do Alderman yet, which makes me very, very sad in life. Mm. I'm, I'm going to fix that tomorrow night because mm. uh, I was I was doing Dungeon Fable stuff for the weekend, so I didn't get a chance to do it. See, that's, do it night. that's weird because I have not even touched a single invasion because I was like, it's an, who cares? Whatever. And then I heard about the the fish, the fast leveling. I was like, maybe, maybe. I don't know, maybe. But uh, I did do the dungeon, and I just find that funny that like you, Mrs. Dungeons herself, and I'm like, the dungeons. You take them and leave them. They're good. I, I like them. <laughs> I did the dungeon, and you're like, well, I gotta do the dungeon, but I did the shit out of this other stuff. I, I will accept this title of Mrs. Dungeon. Thank you. Thank you. Um, yeah. <laughs> You're I, I was too busy. I was too busy talking about Halls of Valor and that dungeon and Odin to actually go run Old Man and collect the books that Odin is featured in. They're hard to find, but I got all five of them. 
I've heard a couple of them were easy and a couple of them were more tricky. But the other thing with the invasions, I was doing them with my husband. Oh. Because we both had ultimate women to level up. So we were just chilling. Okay, that counts. Just chilling. It counts. Absolutely. And I will fight you if you said it didn't. Doesn't count. This will be a funny Jerk fight. Face. It'll be a really funny fight. It's, it's, that's all I'm going to say. It's just jerk face. It's fine. We're fight over. Vicious. Damn it. I lost. Over. So vicious. Anyways. I'm so excited about this. I, I have to share this with the world because I was so pleased. Every so often, I believe at the beginning of every expansion, if there is a name from like a dead account or whatever that hasn't been used in so many years, I forget what the actual number of years it is, they actually free up those names. And I had my 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 OG tomb, my female dwarf rogue, Aliandros, my namesake in gaming and in podcasting and content creation. I moved her to my current server, Dalaran, but Aliandros was taken. That jerk. And it broke my heart. Like I was, it, it, it hurt. It hurt my soul. It hurt so deep. But I just, on a whim... I checked it just a couple days ago, and it was free. And there was also a sale on name changes, so it was only like seven bucks and change. And so I finally got her back to her actual spelling of Aliandris, and all is right with the world. And it made my heart so happy. That's good. I wonder if I could just get like that three letter, like just Jen, just just Jen. It'd be fun if I could have that. I'm probably not, but it's worth a shot. You never know. Yeah, you never know. I've never tried Ali. I guess I've never actually tried Ali. Yeah, like I said, it's probably taken. <laughs> probably. Well, especially Jin. I mean, Jin is Jin. Yeah, it's taken. Taken. Just like the buses <laughs> next to Forrest Gump. Seats. Taken. Bus. Taken. <laughs> taken. Hey, uh... Hey, hey, Jen. What's what, up? What you, what you been up to? What, what, you, what you been up to? Oh, man. What am I doing? Besides being jerk face. Besides being a jerk face? Well, that is pretty all-encompassing, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> this is supposed to be the time where you let me drink and you talk? Oh. Not, not make me try to choke on my drink. Well, all-encompassing, remember? Like, that's the thing. Be a jerk face. Sometimes you make jokes at inopportune times when you're like, I'm going to take it. Nope. <laughs> It's true. It's true. <laughs> so, so yeah. Just further uh, proving the jerk face status. Uh-huh, it's fine. Uh-huh. It's fine. So uh, as of this recording, we are officially two days away from Thanksgiving in the United States. Well, I'm a little excited about some time off, personally. And I'm yes. also less than two weeks away from running a marathon. Woohoo! So, dear listeners, you will be listening to this episode after Dragonflight is out. Hey, how you doing, Dragonflight? You're here. Welcome to the world. Welcome. Yeah, hi. You're here. And it's going to be a thing. This episode will come out on the 29th, even though the release is on technically the 28th, I believe. Weird. It's a Monday. Sure. Sure. Yeah. And you will not hear from me again until after I ran a marathon. So there you go. That's that's, that's it, everybody. I am shaking my preferred words. Can't, Can't talk right now. Proverbial? I think it's the word I was looking for. Proverbial boots. My perverted boots? Is that what I think that's what it sounded like? <laughs> really now? Different boots. Those are the different boots. Those are Wednesday's Those boots. Those are in the back of the corner. <laughs> the Wednesday's boots. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I'm I'm super, uh, super jazzed, super pumped because... Yay. There's a, there's a really good chance of my, my, my goal... And I'll just let you know, everybody, because, uh, yeah, we'll, we'll be recording 
literally two days after I run that thing. So you'll find out next time. What the heck I did? Did I break my ankle or did I? Don't, don't do, do that. A good We're job. Don't, don't do that. It's like a really, really good job. And it's like, hey, we did a great job. And so like, we'll find out next time. Tune in next time to find out. Did Jin <laughs> do good or did he do bad? Hmm. Did the jerk face. Jerk face again. <laughs> <laughs> no, you're going to do fantastic. It's going to be great. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Scary. Scary business. But yeah, I'm looking forward hey, to it. Hey, we... We did one other thing. What did we do? Oh, yeah. We did like a little Patreon extra thing. That's super fun. Well, Same we did thing. that. That's true. We did, we we did a Patreon thing. What we do? Where Solaris, Solaris Wesson gave us a whole bunch of, uh, gave us a box of, of goodies from Australia. Mm-hmm. And the three of us recorded while Jen and I ate them and, and tasted them. And Solaris talked about them. And it was awesome. That's hence the Tim Tams thing. Well, yeah. Crap, I, we did that. I have a bad memory, apparently. What did I do? Yeah. Help me. We gave we gave away some heroic dragonfly keys. Oh yeah, we did. Did you see that? Yeah. We're Could bringing one to be redeemed, but two of them have been redeemed so far. And you're by the time you hear this, it's gonna be all over and done with. So hopefully you're following us on Twitter or you're in the Discord. But on Friday we're gonna do another giveaway because we have three more to give away. Yeah, so if you're a patron and I it was really fast on this, hey, heads up. You might you might know about <laughs> it beforehand. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I'm super excited. So uh, yeah, thanks Blizzard for giving us those keys because that's pretty yeah, awesome. Yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, we've given out three so far. Two and a half, kind of. Uh, <laughs> just waiting on confirmation. Uh, and uh, yeah, we got three more to give out. So I'm super jazzed about that. That's super awesome. So yeah. Hey. So if you won, congrats. If you didn't, just go check Twitter because there's a whole bunch more. <laughs> yes. Like there's other people giving away. They're being super awesome Blizzard's about it right very, now. has been very generous with the keys, which is awesome. Yeah. So yeah. But yeah, that's it for me. I, I'm, I'm like, I'm ready to rock and roll and do this thing about, I don't know, drinky drinks or something. Because I think that's next, right? Drinky drinks. Drinky mm-hmm. drinks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, hit the button and then we do this. Nothing beats a brew shared between friends. That's right. Especially when a friend tells us about a drink. Thanks there, Oxville Horde on Twitter. I just call her Ashley. Hey, you doing, Ashley? What's going on? <laughs> well, they were kind enough. So it's a little message that had a little video. It was a TikTok from brr, the Capper Spoon underscore. It's a random underscore at the end. But anyway, this drink is what is being uh, referred to as a dwarven float. So I was like, oh, I like this. This sounds fun. Dwarven floats. <laughs> this sounds great. Well, it's pretty much what you'd expect. Well, it's root beer float, right? Root beer. You're tracking so yeah, far. Yeah. And uh, then uh, Irish cream. That's it. That's it. That's Easy. like one part root beer, one part Irish cream, and well, we filled up an entire mason jar. And that's what I did. Allie's got I, a mug. Stein. She's got a mug. Got, thing got Stein. Stein. Got cool mug. designs on it. Some dragony stuff going on. Dragony. It's awesome. Thing. Looking like she's about to do the like, like from like Skyrim or something. That's what that's what this stuff <laughs> looks like. I don't know. It's pretty. It, there's some good weight with this thing. I could do some damage with it. But uh, this is. First off, what root beer did you use? I used A and W. Zero sugar. Did, I. did you use Bailey's? Yes, I used Bailey's. Yeah, Bailey's. Yeah. I technically used A and W zero sugar, but because Bailey's zero got sugar. Less sugar. So I'm there. Like, I just went. I went all in, man. I just I went all in, and I do not regret this one bit. This is um, I'm I might be in trouble because this is this is disappearing tasty. quickly. 
into my belly. <laughs> it's very good. And I feel like on one hand, I did not get a big enough bottle of Bailey's. I need more. And on the other hand, maybe it's a good thing that I didn't get the big bottle of Bailey's because I have a four-day weekend and this is very, very dangerous. Yes, I also have a four-day weekend. And um, I probably got a, the, the standard bottle. I feel like I... Feels like I got I'm, the standard bottle, yeah. It's like I poured like half the damn thing in that mason jar when I was it, making well, it. Because <laughs> I made one for me and I made one for Sniper for oh, me and my yeah, husband. Yeah, and yeah, so, yeah. so yeah, it's a... Uh, put a good dent in that bottle. Maybe kind of sad. <laughs> <laughs> but this is... This is better than I thought it would be, actually. this I mean, I knew it was going to be pretty good, but this is this is pretty freaking delicious. It is. What if we put actual ice cream in this? <gasps> well, I actually, oh I believe Lord. I've actually had ice cream with, like, you top it with Bailey's. And that goes, that's really good. So I've had that. That's delicious. But if you do, like, an actual legit root beer float with, like, you get your root beer, you get your vanilla ice cream. Especially if it's Tillamook. Oh, my goodness. And then, <laughs> and then with the Irish cream... Oh my, oh my gosh, this, mm, this, this might have to happen. I feel like Wilford Brimley is going to bust in here and tell us to check our blood sugar if we did that, but that's okay. <laughs> this might happen. <laughs> Diabetes. I'll just say that. This, that's right, that's fine. Right. As you kept talking, I was like, this is, I mean, this is already very sweet. It, it is very it is very sweet, sweet. so if, you, if you're not like really into sweet things you might be like wow you two I feel like I don't know like I'm drinking something that a child would make with their Kool-Aid like I described uh, during that recording uh, with the- <laughs> <laughs> when I was a kid I used to make my Kool-Aid with two cups of sugar not with one that's what this is reminding me of it's not as bad as that but it's it's very sweet it is very sweet it is very sweet but it is whew as 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 a dessert it's a dessert drink really is what that is yeah it absolutely is so good so good it's one of those things when the waiter's like hey would you like a little uh little something something and they're like yeah sure i'll have my dwarven float and they're like oh sweet good choice yeah it's kind of what like yes yes it is a good choice thank you now go get it please yeah so i will tip you well usually whenever i'm in the fancy restaurants and they're like oh would you like a dessert i always get the avogato I don't actually. I probably don't say that right. It doesn't matter. I always say it. What? Really, I always say it really fast, just so that people don't I look just at get me funny. I don't know what you're talking about. Nah. <laughs> no, it's a freaking. <laughs> what are you? It's what a vanilla. It's a vanilla gelato where you dump the espresso on top of it. Ugh, it's so good. So I've if you actually not, know how to pronounce that, fanciness. if you know how to pronounce that, it's like afogato or something. I don't know. Doesn't matter. I don't know how to pronounce it. I'm not even gonna <laughs> pretend that I know how to pronounce it. The waiters always say, good job, but they're just looking for a tip, so I don't believe them. <laughs> <laughs> you know more about this fancy lifestyle than I do, apparently. It's just ice cream with espresso poured on top of it. It's delicious. I'm, I don't doubt that one bit. Technically gelato. Technically gelato. I guess they're different. I don't know what the difference is, though. I guess one's super good and the other's like only any kind of super good. I don't know. I like ice cream, though. So, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Yep. <laughs> well, with that, yep. Uh, <laughs> uh, Allie, you have a job to do. Take it away. Dude. I do. Do the thing. I do. <laughs> poor patrons. Hello, you poor patrons. <laughs> or people that are hey. not patrons that we're trying to tell you to this, be patrons. This That's is part, yeah. Is. Well, sorry for you guys, too. Hey, hi. <laughs> do you like Don't start for everyone. That are just so ridiculous. 
<laughs> and then talk about hobbies and interests that you were also into? Do you find yourself talking back to the hosts out loud while listening in the car, riding on the train, cleaning, taking a dog for a walk? If you've answered yes to any of those questions, stay tuned until the end of the show to find out how you can keep this show and our dwarven floats going. Mm-hmm. Bailey's all by herself, I'm just saying. How's it going? <laughs> I wish it would, though. So good. Scary. Scary business. <laughs> well, anyway, let's jump into this. How am I supposed to live, laugh, love in these conditions? This is an interesting condition, by the way. This is an interesting one. Again, news is a little light. A little light uh, on the whole ABK front. But hey, I did find something from doing my normal Google search. This is an interesting one. So, hey, remember that whole Microsoft merger? That everyone's being like, oh, yeah, that's totally going to go through. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> because a Swedish state-run pension fund sued Activision Blizzard Incorporated and Microsoft Corporate Corporation. Corp. Blah. Anyway, they were claiming their planned $69 billion merger was rigged to exploit the beleaguered gaming giant's sexual harassment crisis and protect its CEO. So that is what the... Um, that's what, it, that's what it, the, the lawsuit claims. The article in Bloomberg Law, if you want to go look this up, goes over the various ways that Microsoft may have used the lawsuit to try and buy ABK for a fraction of the price it would normally pay, and also alleges that the only reason Kotick is still CEO is because he used the possible merger to shield himself from any consequences for the role he played in allowing the frat culture at ABK to continue. Well, the complaint filed in a Delaware court alleges that ABK breached its fiduciary duty by not giving all the information to the stockholders that voted to approve the merger, and they are seeking an injunction to put a stop to the merger as well as damages. So you're probably thinking, why is a Swedish state-run pension fund suing Activision? (laughs) They're stockholders. They, They own Activision Blizzard stock. And they took... Okay, it makes more sense. Yeah. That was my first thought. I was like, what? Yeah, so they do... As the, in the in the lawyerly world, they do have standing because they are a stockholder in all this. And gotcha. Yeah, so they're basically saying that, hey, something that we own stock in is being very, very undervalued because of the, the crap going on. And Microsoft swooped in and says, I'll take it away from here. Blah. And this is what they're alleging in the suit. And honestly, if you, you kind of read the allegations, you kind of go like, that seems very plausible. It's, you never know. You never know. So, anyway, do you have any thoughts on this, Allie? Like I said, this is kind of a quick one. Yeah, it's a quick one, but I mean, it it's possible that that might be one of the main reasons this was even considered on, on both sides, both Kotec and Microsoft, and it wouldn't surprise me. Unfortunately, I don't think it's the truth that we're ever going to find out. Because why would Bobby Kotick admit that? But I can see that being a thing. Yeah, I don't. I have no clue how this would play out. This is, this is a very strange one to me. Um, yeah. Because like the little bit of lawyerly stuff that I know, which is very, very little. Effectively nothing. <laughs> effectively nothing. My, my kind of initial take on this is... Obviously, Activision Blizzard and, and Microsoft are just going to just go to try and dismiss this for like, no, no. This of is, course. But I f- have a feeling that this one would probably go forward to discovery 
at least a little like but i don't know i just don't know how they would prove it but obviously this isn't a civil court it's obviously in, it's not in freaking any kind of like criminal court or anything like that it's just all civil stuff right so who freaking knows i, I mean it, like i said it is a weird one but the funny thing was is i, I read it i was like kind of like i'm i'm over here just as a you know observer from my podcasting perch going yeah that sounds sounds like what happened because <laughs> honestly when we first broke the news not that we broke the news but talked about the news that was broken by jason schreier i think is who actually broke the news <laughs> um whatever you know that guy from forbes that guy whatever yeah, yeah that guy on twitter was like oh my gosh the the buy and activision and, and the collective world went what <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, yeah. I don't know. Like, like that was my first take on it. I was like, oh, well, they're just doing this because Microsoft is taking advantage of the fact that their stock tanked because of all the stuff that went out, and uh, Activision is basically using this as like a, um, yeah, we're gonna sweep this under the rug and just pretend it didn't happen. <laughs> That's what it all kind of feels like. And hey, at least this yeah, Swedish state-run pension has decided to call them out on it. So, I don't know. If anything's going to happen from this, I don't know. Uh, is this going to stop the merger? Mm, I don't know. Honestly, like the antitrust stuff and all the, the things that have been coming out of other things. And I wouldn't be surprised if the news recently that Blizzard is basically having to pull out of China doesn't ha may actually have yeah. to do with the, chi the Chinese government saying like, we don't like this merger. And Microsoft was like, stop doing business with them. <laughs> So I was like, That's Wait, what? that that one I actually kind of wondered about. Yeah, yeah. I don't. know. It seems like there's a lot of weird stuff going on, and this is just piling on top of the the weirdness that is going on with that. So, who freaking knows if that merger is actually going to go through? Because still ve seems very up in the air right now as to whether or not that's going to happen. But any final thoughts before we jump into our topic? Let's go jump. Or fly into our next <laughs> fly into, topic. We're going to soar. <laughs> I'm soaring. Yes. Because I'm a drag theater. Yes. And I have that button on my action bar, and it's fun. What you talking about? 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 Well, hey, everybody. It's Dragonflies here, as you all know. Hi. To celebrate the launch of Dragonfly, we are going to be covering all three of the Legacy Shorts. Because you've all seen them. This isn't a spoiler, but we're going to talk about them because we haven't talked about them yet. So... Starting off with chapter one, this is, and just so you know, chapter one and chapter two, we're just going to kind of breeze past them really quick because yeah. there wasn't a lot of there. We already talked a lot about that in our kind of like Dragonfly retrospective. We pretty much covered it all. <laughs> anyway, so what actually kind of happened is Nas Dormu, he enters the scene. He descends into a darkened corridor <laughs> where he meets Emberthal, the dragon. Feel like I'm like DM Jin here. I was like, I was like, oh, he's so gone. so dramatic. Yeah, so dramatic. He touches this thing, and he's like, oh my goodness, it's so, so scary. <laughs> anyway, what now? I don't know. It's very scary. It's scary, scary pants. Moving on. All right. <laughs> Actually, Emberthal was not wearing pants. Oh my goodness. <laughs> the two of them talk for a moment. <laughs> and Nazdramu asks Emberthal what she remembers from before she woke up. Wasn't much, but mostly it was a great battle. And signs of their general Naltharian. Ah, it's Deathwing. It's Naltharian equals Deathwing. Deathwing equals Naltharian. You get the idea. So, Nazdormo used what power over time he still had to show Amberthal what he and his clutchmates did to defeat Galakron. Right? That was the first thing. It's like, 
Hey, we were like protodrakes back in the day, and you wouldn't exist if it wasn't for these protodrakes. And Emberthal is like, wait, really? And I was like, yeah, that's how this works. I mean, we were like, came before, and then we we became dragons. And then Naftharian, that guy over there in the corner, he's the spooky one, the spooky one. Okay, then he decided to make an army of dragons for, for reasons. I don't know, for reasons. Anyway, <laughs> so let's see where we're we at. So yeah, he talks about how they defeated Galakron and how they were empowered to become the Aspects by Tyr. Although Tyr was never actually mentioned in the video, but whatever, we all know what happened. So, so Allie, what were your thoughts on the Chapter 1 video? Because that's pretty much what happened in the Chapter 1. But, yeah, I mean, it's pretty much... I think I thought it was a good introduction to people who don't know that story. Obviously, if you know that story, it's... You, you know it. And... I was silly one day and made a silly life choice and read Twitter comments. It was so stupid of me, but <laughs> there were multiple people in the Twitter comments and in the community in general who were upset because they know this story and they were upset that tier wasn't even mentioned first off. And they were upset that Blizzard didn't show how they actually properly defeated Galakrond with the, the, the boulder and everything. Right. Right. And to those people I said and others said like these are short videos it's only a limited amount of time would that have been great to see yes did I hope to see more about Tyr yes that's because I wanted to know more than what I already knew because I want more information about all that and I was hoping to see Tyr interact with the dragon aspects and make them all aspecty so that was kind of a bummer to me and get that but again they have a lot of story they're trying to squeeze into a little bit of time. So I think for given the time they had for each short, um, at least pertaining to this first one, they did a good job. It was fun to see it all. And I liked how it was through the lens of teaching Emberthal, like what had happened. And it was kind of cool seeing the, the dragon aspects interact with each other, with the proto dragons, dragons, I should say, like actually interact with each other and stuff, like defending all their, their eggs and stuff together. And, when they were all like getting warm and fuzzy and getting empowered and stuff, and it was it was pretty cool. I liked getting it. Warm and fuzzy. <laughs> they did. There was one shot where it was towards the end, right? So they defeated Galakrond, and then they, you know, flew around in the circle, and then they landed, and there's a beam of light, and then it showed them again getting all like empowered and stuff. And one of the scenes, it made it look like Ysera and Nuzdormu were like nuzzling a little bit. Got it. All right. I, don't know, I think I, I think I know what you're talking about. I saw it. It was there. It happened. Okay, it's there. I believe you. <laughs> I believe you. I'm not gonna jerk face this. It was one. good though. I really, I really like. You're not gonna jerk face. Um, I really, I like this style of videos when they do them. And yes, I wish it would have been longer, and I wish it would have had more. But for what it was, as a, just a general introduction to everyone, I thought it was great. I agree. Cause yeah. My big thing, kind of takeaway from chapter one, is it really felt like a very simplified version of the Aspects history to pretty much catch up Emberthal, but not really just yeah. Emberthal, but the player base as a whole of saying like, hey, this is going to be important. You should pay attention to this. All right. Everyone on the same page? All right, let's move forward. Okay, cool. So that's what it, that's what chapter one really felt like of, okay, there's this book, Dawn of the Aspects. That we have really have done nothing with that story. Literally nothing. Hey, we're kind of probably going to do a little bit with that story now. So we probably should tell people about it. So, yeah. Anyway, chapter two. 
kind of a lot like the first one. All right. It's a lot. It's a lot of retelling of events we already know. But Amberthal definitely would not have known. And let's face it. Cataclysm was a long time ago. Not everyone knows the story that's playing right now. It was like, what, 11 years ago? So, yeah, <laughs> it was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah, so Nazdormu shows Emberthal how he and the rest of the Aspects were blind to the corruption of Neltharion. He explained that during the War of the Ancients, or, you know, when demons invaded our world, that's, that's the War of the Ancients. He said when demons invaded our world, but we all know that's the War of the Ancients. Well, they all joined to fight against them. Mm -hmm. And for the first time, their efforts weren't enough. I think he said it was insufficient or something like that. He was all being all highfalutin-like. Hey, it would have been really funny if, like, Nazdormu was like, just wasn't good enough. Couldn't do it. There's not enough power, <laughs> Captain. <laughs> I don't know. I just thought it would be great. Super, <laughs> super basic. Just like, couldn't do it. He was a real tough boss. Yeah, he was real. He was hard. Couldn't do it. Couldn't get, couldn't get through his defenses. Yeah. Well, anyway, keep on going. <laughs> so, like I said, for the first time, their efforts weren't enough. And this is when Deathwing revealed his super cool plan to create the Dragon Soul. He's like, check it out, everybody. Check it out. He's like, <laughs> always reminds me of Emperor's New Groove when I do that. Where he's like, check it out, big guy. I got three reasons why you should just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> no, so he's like he's like trying to blow it up, light everything like that. Deathwing saying like, "Hey, everybody, I got this great idea. You give me all your power. Give me all your power. Everybody, 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 like chip in, chip in, everybody. It's like a big potluck, but instead of a potluck where they're just all bringing stuff, they're like, no, just give me a portion of your power. Give me a portion of your power. I'm gonna put it into this big golden disc, and then I can go like friggin' just zap the shit out of everything. Like, it's gonna be great." And they're like, ah, that sounds pretty good. But well, anyway, as we kind of talked about previously, the reason he was able to really kind of kick this off is he was able to convince Malagos. And Malagos was like, yeah, it's a great idea. I know magic. and That's some good magic. Like, thumbs up. <laughs> so anyway, so the one line from the video that really stuck with me as I was uh, listening to it, and it kind of made sense if you know how far back their relationship went, was uh, this one. We could not foresee this betrayal, for we simply did not want to believe. Even after all this time, the pain of his treachery is far worse than the scars he left us with. And there you go. It's basically saying that someone that was their clutchmate, someone that they viewed as a brother, turning on them, that is worse than anything that he ever could have actually done. Because they, they were like immortal beings, you know, empowered by the Titans that had been around for like a hundred thousand years at that point. So yeah, that one would sting a little bit. So it's like, yeah, that's, that kind of sucks. Yeah, I mean, not only were they empowered, but they were also entrusted with the care of, of Azeroth and the Denizens. That's why they picked the visage forms so they can actually interact with the different races of Azeroth and, you know, be a part of protecting them and because they were they were charged and entrusted with that together as a group yeah and then old Deathwing said nah I'm good that's <laughs> <laughs> a throwback yeah so Nazdormu continued to explain to Emberthal how he and the rest of the Aspects gave up their immortality 
and their position as aspects to defeat Deathwing by using the Dragon Soul against him. And you get to see a little bit of thrall in the background, not his face, just like his big beefy green arms. Right. So in the the final moments of the video, we find out the reason Nazdormu is really here. Because, you know, Nazdormu just shows up out the blue in one of these crashes, as they like to call them. Then he's just strolling through here, and he's like, I'm Nazdormu. Looking for someone to talk to. And then Emberthal's like, what are you doing here, man? And Nazdormu's like, hey, you want to hear a really cool story? And he tells us a really cool story. And then Emberthal... Thal's, he, she's quick. She knows what's going on because she just goes, uh, you want something from me, don't you? Because why else would you have just shown up out the blue just to tell me a fancy story? <laughs> and Nazdru was like, yeah, you got me. <laughs> well, anyway, old Nazdormu basically says that, yeah, yeah, there is a, there's something. And uh, this whole timey-wimey juju lulu crap, I don't friggin' know how it works. Blizzard hasn't been super explicit, but apparently there's a point in time that Nazdormu can't see. Why? I don't know. Didn't say why. He just can't see it. So Nazdormu's like, hey, I could like piggyback off your memories and then we can see the one time that I need. So that's that's what he said. And then the friggin' that's that's the end of chapter two, obviously. So chapter two, what'd you think? Mm-hmm. It was good. It was nice to start getting down to it a little bit and see a little more of Emberthal and what Emberthal thought. And I liked the depiction of uh, Deathwing and the the madness that corrupted him. Yeah. And that that, w- that was pretty cool. And when Norris Dermu was first saying that there was a moment in time I couldn't see, my brain immediately assumed it was got something to do with him changing into Murazond. Yeah, same. And then he was going to try to like prevent it or something, and then he continued on with what his phrase is. I'm like, oh, there's something else. What could it be? And I, I at that moment, I I did not actually know. Like I wasn't able to guess what that moment could be. It was very much like a you know a cliffhanger. Yeah, and I am very honestly curious to know where they're going to go with the whole Mirazan Nazdormu thing because obviously we got the infinite dragon flight. I was just playing the dungeon in Oldemon or whatever. Oldemon, right? Anyway, yes, the legacy of Tyr. <laughs> so many olds. Hard to keep track of them. <laughs> it's true. There's a lot of olds now. Yeah. There's even more. Uh, there's even more old Doris or whatever. Yeah, Tears old. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Stupid name. <laughs> <laughs> I love the tears like old uh, Driss. That one gets me. Old Driss. Yeah. Really? Well, I, like, I like the tear gets all upset about that name, though. It's like, they call it a tears hold. It's really embarrassing. I don't like it. <laughs> I tried to tell him to stop, but it wouldn't stop. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, we were dealing with the, the infinite dragonfly there, so it's like, obviously the infinite dragonfly is still a thing. And we had a cap and hooktail in the previous, uh, you know. It needs to be my mount. <laughs> all right. Anyway. I just, I'm just kind of curious to know what the heck is going to happen with the whole Murazon thing, just because yeah. Murazon died in a timeline that doesn't really exist anymore, if you think about it. Because, I mean, literally in the background, Deathwing was dead on a spire, and that's not where yeah, Deathwing died. So, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. 
It's going to be weird. I don't know. It could, it could easily Maybe just be Marzon like... Maybe was just hiding. Maybe Marzon was hiding in that timeline. He's hiding? I don't know. Timey-wimey business is just like... It's, it's, it gets funky. I just usually, when it comes to timey-wimey business, I'm just like, just tell me what happened, Blizz. I don't really care. Just tell me what happened. It's like, well, this is what happened. So, so Nostromo and Murzon, they're the same person. So they were like hanging out and playing cards one night. Uh, but they're from different timeways. And um, and then uh, Murzon, he lost he lost a bet. He went all in and then and he got mad. He got upset. So now he's trying to mess with, with Nazdormu. And that's what happened. And you're like, okay, I guess that's what happened. <laughs> <laughs> really weird. But, all right. <laughs> well, anyway. Yeah, I, I definitely think a chapter two, Libby, is a whole lot of, uh, just like chapter one, where it's just like, hey, this is what happened during Cataclysm. And there's like the big reveal at the end where it's like, hey, there's a time where Nazdromo can't witness and uh, we're going to talk about that next time in chapter three. Yeah. So speaking of chapter three, here we are. We made it to chapter three already. So Woo. quick. Told you we were just going to breeze by one and two really fast. So like we said, finally, we get to chapter three and we're going to get the, the real actual new lore where it's like, oh, new stuff. <laughs> Not just rehashing eggs. All right. So. We're going to be going through this video piece by piece and figure out what the heck is going on. So, let's here we go. We're going to start from the beginning. Nostromo, wait! You have led me through all these moments in time. Yet now you ask me to guide you? There is a blind spot in my vision of a time before Naltharion's corruption. And I believe it centers upon you. I must know why. Seek him out in your memory. All right. So as you obviously you heard in the clip, Nazdormo is going to use the memories of Emberthal to witness the point in time he couldn't see in the past. And I'm not personally aware of this ever happening before, but this feels kind of a reasonable thing that he could do, I guess. I don't know. You know what I mean? It's like piggyback off someone's memories to witness a moment in time. Like, what? It's kind of kind of kind of intense, really. Yeah. So anyway, what were you what were, like at this moment? Like, what were you kind of thinking? Like, because I was just like, I was like, I don't know. This is like okay. I I, I see what they're going for here, but I'm still not sure why. Nazdormu wouldn't be able to see this moment in time. I think at this moment, I was too excited to learn what we were going to learn, what we were going to find out <laughs> from this moment to really think about it too critically and too too deep, because I was like, ooh, what are we going to see? Oh my gosh, <laughs> this is exciting. Well, that's why we do this show, <laughs> so we can pick it apart and be all Exactly, like. exactly. I, it is, it is a curious thing. It'd be, I think it'd be one thing with the laws of timey-wimey wibbly-wobbliness to not be able to see possibly your own demise or that oh, your the moment you change into Morozon, for example. I felt like that was a given as to something he may not ever be able to learn or like break his brain or something because the temptation to avoid that would be too strong and blah, 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 whatever. Like I always kind of assumed like maybe that was a moment he couldn't see. But I feel like beyond that, He'd be able to see everything. So how is it that this moment was hidden from him? 
Yeah. It, like, why? Why couldn't he see it? As we are going to get into this a little bit further, my assumption is that this was hidden from him specifically by Deathwing, because that's the one thing. Well, yeah, that's what I'm guessing. I was going to say, that's the one thing that we have found out is that Deathwing, even though he is the quote-unquote Earth Warder, he's actually pretty dang good with magic. And it's kind of surprising how good he actually is at it. Like, um, one of the, I think one of, probably one of the best examples is the fact that um, Naltharian, when he was, like, setting up this, like, big barrier or whatever like that to, like, keep people out, if I'm remembering, this was basically he extended this barrier into the Emerald Dream to stop, like, Malfurion and all that kind of stuff during the... Uh, the right. War of the Ancients. So he was right. able to even do do stuff that is affecting the Emerald Dream. And the only reason why Malfurion was able to get past it is, is like, well, he doesn't know about all the layers, right? So he was able to go through the different layers yeah. of the Emerald Dream to get past it. But just the fact that Deathwing, Mr. Like, the Earth Warder Black Dragon, you know, you're not like thinking like, oh, he knows about the Emerald Dream. Well, obviously he knows about it because, you know, his kind of like, Clutchmate, sister, whatever, you know, Ysera is all up into that kind of business. So he'd at least have a passing understanding of it. But it just seems it just it seems weird that he would know so much to be able to do that. But I guess he's got enough understanding of Naz Dormu's time magic. that He could stop him from being able to see that moment. But I don't know. I feel like that might be given. It might be giving Deathwing a little bit too much credit. And honestly, it might be. Old God shenanigans that it was actually doing. Well, it. that was going to be my next thing. If if it was if he was able to do that because of the power from Old God shenanigans, that would be my guess. Because I could see him being like, I, f- I feel like sure. In order to do some of the magical things that he's done, like like impact the Emerald Dream, and whatnot, like that's that makes sense. Okay, but like to also be able to actively hide something from the Keeper of Time, like I feel like that's. That's intense. Like, it's got to be something big, right? Right. And that just makes me think that he was able to do that because of all God's shenanigans. Because of all the things we see later when he, you know, gets all crazy and his eyes go purple and tentacles. <laughs> There's yeah. tentacles like this. It's <laughs> just like everywhere. It's like, <laughs> all right. Uh, any other thoughts on the little bit or let's just keep going? Let's just keep going. All right. Let's keep going. It was my honor to command a battalion. We executed Neltharion's will precisely. Our devotion and discipline were unmatched. A Titan artifact. That must be the source of your unity. This was an ancient magic that bound you to his will. Would you not sacrifice yourselves at his whim? We were soldiers. There were many threats to the world. Yeah. So obviously we got to talk about the Titan Relic. So let's start right there. The old Deathwing, he's got like the freaking Infinity Gauntlet looking thing on his on his hand. Yeah. And yeah, so he's obviously got some order magic, as Nazdarmer was calling it, controlling the, uh, you know, the drag there. So what was your first thought, Allie, on the whole... Blah, blah, blah. I got a, I got a glove. <laughs> I got a glove. 
I mean, it's got to be Tyr's hand, right? I don't know what else it would be. Unless it's like, so it had, so it was a glove, right? But there there was some kind of crystal gem, something or other in it. It looked like a donut on the back of it. <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> the donut of power. Um, <laughs> whatever, <laughs> whatever it was. Like, it's, like, it's like Homer. Mm, forbidden donut. Or maybe, maybe Tyr's hand is not the Titan artifact itself, but maybe, or sorry, Titan relic, but maybe Tyr's hand was used to house the the donut of power, whatever that thing is right there. <laughs> the Krispy Kreme of power. <laughs> yes. Yeah, like I was, uh, I I was kind of thinking about it, and. First of all, like that Emberthal was like, yeah, we were soldiers. We were like really good at our job. It's like, no, you weren't that good at your job. <laughs> all right. Um, so, yeah, I, I I don't know. Like I look, my first thought when it was like, oh, they, they got, he got a Titan Relic. But I was like, where the heck did he get it? How did he know how to use it? Like, I don't know. It probably is tier related. Right? Like, at least that's what it feels to me, especially since it's a glove. and There's like a hand, right? Feels like uh, something that they would probably do. What is the name of it? I don't know. I might have to look it up and you may have to edit it out. But there was something. There was an item that Tyr used. It was some kind of powerful item that Tyr used. And he he was holding it. And that's when Galakron went nom nom nom. Yes. Spark, sparks of Tyr are mysterious artifacts used by a Titanic Watcher Tyr who, in his own words, ensure some future... They're described as, described as being octagonal in shape and made with strange metal with a surface that seemed to change from iron to golden depending on how they are held. So maybe it's not the sparks of tear or maybe it's the spark of tear that was manipulated somehow. The spark, the spark of tear was brought up in Dawn of the Aspects. Yeah, he was always waving it in front of the, uh, the different aspects as they were uh, like before they were actually uh, empowered. He literally kept, like, waving it in front of him. Like, burp, burp, burp. Right. Then in Legion, and I'm reading this from Wapedia, in Legion, sparks, again, plural, sparks of tear, are needed to release the magical wards holding Tear's hammer, the silver hand, within the tomb of Tear, beneath Tear's fog glades. Um, Paladin adventurers go to Dragonblight to locate Adu Galford, who has another spark. And gone north to learn more about Tear. Um, he's killed, blah, 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 things are happening. Um, Tears old friends cursed by Loken. Things it's just things. But like because this mentions that there's plural of the sparks of tear, maybe the powerful donut is actually a spark of tear. It could be, or or, or a cursed spark of tear, corrupted spark of tear. Yeah, I don't know. I, I, until we and maybe it's in Tears' hand, just to like further like insult Tear and his memory. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, that's that's the other thing, too. It's uh, the fact that he is using this thing, probably something from Tyr, to manipulate and control the Drakthir, you know, basically keep his creation yeah. under, you know, under his specific, um, you know, direction to never to waver. To ensure some future, quote unquote, from Tyr. Yeah, there you go. Probably maybe Nothering used it to ensure some future that he wanted. Yeah, that could be. It just seems a little, um, 
a little on the nose, actually, now that we know a little bit more of like, you know, even what Tyr was thinking when talking about how we'll be able to, you know, keep them believing in our philosophies like we, you know, we talked about in the last episode. Right. So he absolutely could be using some type of tear related, like a spark of tear to, you know, make sure that the the Jack Thier are, you know, listening to every single thing he says and hanging on to every word. And Maybe. So it could be it could be Tyr's hand like the community thinks, but it could also be that the powerful donut of spark of tear with sprinkles on it. Yeah, <laughs> There's I no mean, sprinkles on it. It's I mean, I'd have to go look at the uh, the video again, but there is apparently a drawing from the art of Dragonflight that depicts tear um, specifically. Uh, let's see. Yeah. So yeah, there's a drawing of tear in the, the like the art book that came with the you know the collector's, collector's edition. edition. Yeah, yeah. So the, there's a there's a drawing of tear, and and on it and on him is the spark of tear, which is jokingly I know this is a joke from a very old time ago. His belt buckle. <laughs> it is in fact his belt buckle that is the right. spark of tear, and it kind of I'd have to go look at the video again just to like compare and contrast, but it. It could be. It could be. They, they could be related. Put it that way. So adjacent. Because Spark of Tear adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because it's, it's it's not really a. I, don't know, I remember it more of a circle. But again, I'd have to watch the video. Again. Yeah. It wasn't like it was like blue oval or something like that. Yeah. So, I mean, you thought it was like a gem type thing. So uh, I don't know. We'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I'm sure we'll find out eventually because why would they bring that up if they weren't going to like address it? It feels, feels like they'd have to, right? Right. Like this, this, there's a thing here. This is this is a thing. Yeah. So put a pin in it. Yeah, ex- exactly. There's a thing. All right. So are, are we good on this one? Can we jump into clip number four? I mean, do we want to talk about where we think Deathwing got it? Where what? Where how? How did Theron get it? Whatever it is. He probably just pulled it off the corpse of Galacron. <laughs> it's honestly where he got it. Maybe. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's that's. Well, that's the problem. Maybe it was buried deep in the snows of Dragonblight. Well, so that's the problem. So I say it, and then I'm like, all flippantly like, oh, he got it from there. And he probably didn't. Because in the dawn of the aspect, freaking Caligos finds the spark of tear. In the, right. Yeah, so unless someone put it back, I don't think he got it from there. There's multiple sparks. That's all we know. So who who knows where it could have been? Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he was like, maybe he had the sparks of tear in his hand and he was doing like those like stress ball, like little like when his hand got bit off. So maybe there was two of them. Mm. Probably not. That seems. That seems wrong. I mean, all of a sudden we're getting another disc of Norganon. So maybe, maybe there's another spark. Well, I mean, this, this new disc of Norganon doesn't feel like it's actually a disc of Norganon. It was like, there's the disc of Norganon. And then also just there's another disc. It was there's, there's another disc. It was Tears journal. Okay, it was disc Tears. Tear. Tears. Tears journal. He was like, "Dear diary, today I made aspects. Here's how I did it." <laughs> we call it the Tears of Tear. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, That's a lame name. Don't call it that. I mean, there's then there's like Tears for Fear. So I don't know. Is that a band? I feel like that's a band. It, it is a band. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. <laughs> Talking about his fears, <laughs> and then someone made him a band after him. He's like, 
He's like, hey guys, I'm really scared of, of Odin. He's a really scary guy. <laughs> oh. he, has a, he has a metal <laughs> beard. It should have melted off by now, but it's <laughs> still melting. It's, it's still burning. It's burning so badly. That's, it's very weird. I don't understand how that works. I want to roast marshmallows on it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, got, I got no clue where we would have got it. Maybe he was just, I don't know. I mean, he was up in Northrend one day and he was just like poking around and he was like, he's like, oh, what's this do? Oh, sweet. He's probably like messing with people, like talking to the earthen one day. And was like, he's like, hey, earthen, do what I say. And they're like, sure, I do what I say. And he's like, I don't know if it's because I'm Deathwing. Because I'm wearing my power glove. <laughs> Couldn't figure it out. So he, he had to test it on a few other people. And then eventually he was like, oh, man, this thing totally works. They totally listen to what everything I say. So then he did this whole drag through thing. He's, and then he's like, oh, yay. They totally listened to me. And then everyone was like, why'd you make the drag through? He's like, Pff. To ensure a future. To ensure a future. <laughs> what yes. future's that? I don't know. I don't know. We'll figure it out, though. Whatever that future is, I'm going to make sure it happens. So. All right. We, we, we go with... Uh, all right. Yes. Let's jump into the next Yeah, one. we're good. And here was the greatest. The primalists. That is Razageth, the Storm Eater. One of the leaders of the Primalist Rebellion. He struck without warning, without honor, and I lost many friends this day. We fell back, regrouped. Then, everything became jumbled, confused. The artifact destroyed. No, okay, so first up, Razagath. 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 Okay, it's going to take me a while to make sure I know how to save that correctly. So, old, old Raz. You know, Razzy. Razzle Dazzle. Yeah. So, old Razzle Dazzle, the Storm Eater. <laughs> yeah. Is, I want to point out that he specifically said one of the leaders mm-hmm. of the Primalist Rebellion. One of them. Yeah. That was a very chosen word right there. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we're going to get more into that later. (laughs) Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, because they're like, oh, it's Razagat, the Storm Eater. They're like the the lowliest of the lows, because there was way other big bad incarnate folks and scary stuff that are going to come later in future patches. Yeah. (laughs) 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 So anyway, Razagat, the Storm Eater. They didn't didn't like the aspects. They didn't like the drag theory either. Because they, they attacked him. Without honor, I guess. Whatever. I don't know. That seems like a weird thing to say, Emberthal. I'm just saying. I was like, oh, they attack without honor. Well, yeah, they're, they hate you guys. <laughs> and they do zappy breath. What did you think they were going to do? It's true. It's true. It's kind of their go-to. <laughs> what did you think? They were going to line up on the battlefield and shoot cannons at you? And then... You know, do the little, like, freaking British old-timey battle? Oh, they fight with honor. Oh. No, they're dragons. They swoop in and they go. Pah. Of course not. Yeah. <laughs> Just to to Emberthal, like w- the life that Emberthal knew was one of of honor and of pride and following Notharian. and so uh, it probably to to Emberthal it was important to point out that there's no pride, no no honor, and how they attacked. That's how bad it was. There was no honor. It was so bad. Yeah, and again, I point out, they're dragons. 
They're not, they don't have visage forms. They don't, they don't get down to your level. Right. I doubt that Drakthir knew about vicious for vi- vi- vicious <laughs> I'm pretty forms. sure they did because they're staring at their general. That's not what their general looks like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they probably would have seen him in dragon form, right? I hope so, because that was actually my first question when I watched this. And, you know, freaking Razagath was all like, wow, lightning bolt, blah, 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 lightning bolt, lightning bolt. I was like, hey, Deathwing, you're a big dude. Mom- why don't, you, why don't you get up there and scrap with him? Like, what's what's happening? Oh, no. You're like, oh, no, my donut. My donut got zapped. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, now my drag theory are useless. Ah, damn it. Unless Neltherian somehow convinced the Drakthir that he was just so all-powerful, and that's why he had, like, the visage form. But, know. you know, not all dragons do, and so maybe they just... Maybe they assume that Neltharians just, you know, they're, they're, they're mighty general. They were so honored and proud to serve that he was the all end, all end all be all of <laughs> dragons with visage forms. I don't know. I'm talking about right now. It's, it's fine. So all I'm saying, all I'm saying is, okay, community got a little upset when they're like, why didn't you show Tyr in episode one? <laughs> Here's where I got a little upset. Are you seriously telling me, Deathwing, that you're all like, King, you broke my toy. Now I gotta embrace the dark side. Seriously, fight him. <laughs> Go dragon mode. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> yeah? I don't know. That's just my, that was my first take. I was like, really? That's your first thought? <laughs> His, oh, I must embrace the dark gods. <laughs> Which we're not there yet, but you've seen the video, everybody. You've seen the video. That <laughs> just... I mean, that's just how weak-willed he was. And so, you know, when when Razageth and his buddies attacked, you know, the old gods were like, Hey, 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 Notharian, use us. It'll be fun. <laughs> Freaking Zalatath like, is probably okay. talking to him. Rawr! <laughs> just like that. Rawr! <laughs> <laughs> I so angry. The rawr was the moment that his eyes turned purple and it, you know, all the tentacles happened. In the background there. He was like, Rawr! I'm so angry. <laughs> Deathwing. <laughs> Why, everybody? This is my voice so like. What are you talking about? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> I used the void okay, on SpongeBob. you. <laughs> SpongeBob Deathwing. SpongeBob Deathwing no pants. SpongeBob SquarePants. <laughs> it's uh, SpongeBob Deathwing. Yeah. Yeah, he's, he's very, very angry. I don't know, I just thought this whole thing, oh, so, okay, Razagath shows up, lightning bolt, lightning bolt, lightning bolt, and everyone's very sad. Emberthal is like, I lost so many friends. That's sad. I get that. I get it. They didn't fight with honor. Eh, according to uh, dragon kind, they did fight with honor, because that's how dragons fight. Just letting you know, as someone who has DM'd and uh, f- played with dragons, you don't just let your dragons sit there on the floor and take hits. Okay? No, they have wings, they get up, they fly around, they do breath attacks. No! No, don't just let them sit there. No, mess with your players. You gotta mess with your players, and you... Like, that dragon doesn't want to die. I'm just saying, there's a reason why dragons are dangerous. Because they they don't just stand there and take hits. No, that's not how dragons play. Mm-mm. No, they get up, they fly around, they cause mayhem. Okay? There's honor in battle. No. There's no honor among dragons. I'm just saying. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. 
So we're good with this one? You want to keep keep moving on the on this? Yeah, I think we're good to keep moving. Just saying, seriously, Deathwing. You, you couldn't do anything? Come on. All right, buddy. Let's go. The order magic which had united the Drakthir was dispelled. How then was Razageth defeated? great question he's like uh dude freaking magic donut got busted how'd you little how'd you beat razagath your little little hive mind link wasn't working hmm sky little scary lightning dragon you're over here going he doesn't fight with honor ah, run away <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure we didn't mop the floor with you scrub so what happened well as it turns out Deathwing is a lot like garth brooks he's got friends in low places <laughs> All right. Hey, I'm just saying. If they live out in the deep in the earth and the old gods and the bear, they're low. They're very deep, very low. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, yeah, yeah. Obviously, you can see what happened, right? Deathwing was all like, Wah. and he went Super Saiyan, but it's spooky version of Super Saiyan, and opened a void portal and sucked Razageth through it. So what the heck happened there? Okay, he sucked Razia through a void portal. What did he just like go over there? Like, where did the void portal go? You think it would have gone to the void? Maybe Razagath was gone. No, I guess the Razagath was just like temporarily inconvenienced, is actually what probably happened because Razagath clearly wasn't actually defeated. I got it. Okay, what did what the happened? The old gods saw Razagath. They're like, we want to play with him. Hmm, let's use this tool, Natharian, over here and uh, come over, get over here. And so they had Nathariel open a void portal so they can bring Razageth over, you know, the Black Empire so they can do things and corrupt Razageth and whatnot. Okay. They're like... And now and now they're sending Razageth back. All right. All right. I don't know. Uh, I just don't know if that's actually a thing. <laughs> it, Pure speculation. Not even good at that. It just seems a little weird. A little weird. Because there's even a... A cutscene, which we've all seen by now, if you've done any of the little the little intro quests, right? It's in-game right now, not a spoiler. Even Rathion is like, this whole Razageth thing is coming back? You locked them away, right? They're like, yeah, 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 we locked them away. And Rathion, yeah, Rathion, very pragmatic kind of guy these days. He was a little not as pragmatic back in his youth. These days, he's still like five years old. <laughs> okay, he's 11 now. It's been 11 years since Cataclysm. <laughs> anyway, he's all like, uh, so you like had him all beat up, right? Yeah, yeah, we had Razageth like on the ropes. So why didn't you just kill Razageth? We're our friends. Our sister, our clutchmates. Didn't have the heart. Friggin' Alex Straza once again coming in with the L because you just didn't have the heart to uh, end old Razageth. Had to lock him up, just like Mount Fury and Illidan. All that kind of like, oh, just lock him up. That'll never, man, that'll be fine. Oh, just like Sargeras is locked up. 
Not gonna stay that way. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. So, Razageth got sucked through the void portal. Uh-huh. And then Alex Raza was talking about how they locked him up. Yeah. So, so Razageth disappeared into a void portal, and Alex Raza knew about Razageth and locked him up. Well, I feel like there's a piece missing there. Oh well, there's there's, or is there's that just my brain. There's no, there's a time gap here. There's a time gap here because clearly, friggin' Razgas showed up and was like, "Oh, Dracir, take that!" Pow, pow, pow. Right, right, right. Well, anyway, at some point, at some point, Alex Straza and the rest of the aspects were like, "Take that, Razgas. We're gonna lock you up, just like Illidan got locked up in about three weeks from now." Because this was all kind of like. Probably wore the ancient time frame and things like that. Get the idea. Illidan got locked up at the same time. Wore the ancients. So there's a lot of locking up happening, I guess, in the War of the Ancients. Lots of locking up. Yeah, that's true. But wh- I don't know. I'm just saying, these timelines, not necessarily always com- completely 100% adding up. Mm? Timey-wimey-wibbly-wobbly. Because, okay, obviously whatever the little Drac theory meeting, that ha- at least happened a little bit before the War of the Ancients. That, that was the that was a little bit before the War of the Ancients, because obviously they, you know, they locked up the Drakthir, and then they went off on their merry business to go do the whole War of the Ancients thing. I can't imagine they would have come back and locked up the Drakthir. So anyway, there's some there's some timey wimeyness that I'm not completely tracking, especially you know you you're like, hey, take that Razgath, and then, and then to keep that in mind to then say Alex Straza was like. Oh, we locked her up. So basically what I'm thinking is it it feels like Deathwing's big move here was kind of like the Void Elves racial ability. Oh, we're just going to teleport her that way. Just, just get out of here. Goodbye. Right. <laughs> That's what it felt like when it happened there. And you went really big and spooky just to like temporarily inconvenience Razagath. That's, <laughs> That's all I'm saying. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyway, that's what it felt like to me because it's like, oh, you opened up a void portal and it was very scary. Okay, I guess it wasn't that scary because it just came right back. So whatever. Yeah, I'm definitely curious to know more details about that. I'm hoping we get more in game somewhere or I something. I don't think they're ever going to answer what happened with Deathwing and the spooky portal and how that tied into. I feel like that one. They might drop the ball on that one. Alex Straza <laughs> imprisoning him, maybe. Yeah, that's probably. We'll see. Or maybe that was the moment when they imprisoned Razagath. It's like, oh, let's kill Razagath. And yeah. then it's like, oh, no, no. We'll just leave him in prison. Mm, I don't know. So anyway, yeah, that's what happened. Free game Deathwing went all spooky spooky. Embraced the the power of the old gods. Because <laughs> obviously the old gods have been talking to him for a while. It's kind of like, I don't know. They're, the old gods were probably like a really obnoxious, like, I don't know, like telemarketer to, to free game. <laughs> Deathwing. <laughs> Calling him every day. He's trying to ignore him. Trying to ignore him. But eventually he was like, if I buy 19 of your magazine subscriptions, will you just leave me the hell alone? And they <laughs> said, oh, absolutely. We'll leave you alone. And that's what happened. But they didn't leave him alone. Because that's, that's the thing. They'll tell you that they'll leave you alone. But they're not going to. So there you go. That's what happened. They just wouldn't shut up. And he eventually just was like, okay, Fine. Fine. Make this big lightning dragon go away. Ah, and they're like, we'll just move her over there. Is that good enough? Not really. <laughs> Hoping you would have done more. Oh, see, you didn't ask nice enough. That's the way we are. We're kind of old gods. We we do our own thing. 
We got our own plan. Shaggy darns. Yeah, see, I mean, you guys are all like tighty and very like, oh, we're into order. Well, no, no, we don't do the order thing. So we're not about about that order life. Mm-mm. No, no, that we are not about that y'all life. We're about that like freaky deaky, all sorts of fun stuff. Thousand truths. What? I'm just saying, oh, guys, they're doing <laughs> some weird stuff. There's tentacles. <laughs> Lots of tentacles. We know what that gives you. Stuff. <laughs> weird stuff. I'm just... Okay. Oh, guys. It'll take you places. <laughs> okay. So, we're ready to jump into the next clip. We'll keep going. Now that you've broken me, yes. Sure. Let's, uh, let's go. Going. Let's go. I think, right. I, think, I think this is where we're at. If only we had known. But then, why were we imprisoned? Why did we sleep for so long? If he could no longer control the Drakthir, he would have deemed you a risk. No. We laid down our lives for him. He was proud of us. Why would he stop this sand? I cannot see! Because you do not want to. Yet you can only become more than you are if you confront your past. Yeah, all right. Now Zdormu is now playing the role of therapist for old Emberthal. Say like, hey, Emberthal, you got some trauma, some unresolved trauma that you need to work work through here. So uh, how does that make you feel? Right, let's let's talk about that. Let's explore this for a little bit. You know, you thought Deathwing was proud of you. You you used the word proud. How does that make you feel to know that Deathwing was using you as a tool, a means to an end to him? Right? You don't want you keep raising him him up, putting old Deathwing on a pedestal, and you should probably tick him off that pedestal because he is not a good dude. He's kind of a serial abuser. I mean, look what he did to whole not sit on my Cindergosa, right? Cindergosa got all like, I'm dead, but now I'm alive. Ow! Yeah, that one, but like, even his girlfriend. <laughs> Cintharia. That's serial abuser. I'm just saying. He's not a good dude. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So, old Nazdormu is trying to be like, hey, come on. You gotta, you gotta confront your past. Figure out what's moving forward. And I know, I'm sorry. It's like stinging your eyes because it's sand. For some reason, we always use sand to represent time magic. But, hey, we are where we are. And we are. Sands of time. Yeah. Just like the sands of the hourglass. These are the days of our life. Alright, so, like we said, it's not just good advice for old Drakthir here, not wanting to accept the truth that Deathwing used them as puppets, but for everyone. So if you got someone in your life that's using you as a puppet, stop it. Stop it. Don't, don't let them do that. Yeah. Because, as we say, healing can be painful, but in the end, it's worth it. Yeah. And it, it usually takes a little longer than this whole interaction it that Nazdrum is going to have. It's like, hey, snap out of it, bud. They're like, oh, sweet, I snapped out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Feeling better Thanks, now. Everything's fixed now. Yeah. Yeah, we're good now. Thanks for the pep talk, old Nazdormu. Feeling better now. I hate that, hate that, uh, Neltherian. You know, the guy who literally created me and, uh, also was, uh, the entire reason for my being. And, uh, and, uh, Neltherian, no! <laughs> Why Neltherian? <laughs> yeah, that would be a total mind aff right there if you think about it. Kind of put yourself in the shoes of old Emberthal. I can see why that would be a kind of a hard one. Yeah. Well, yeah, especially when you consider again the fact that Emberthal was 
pretty damn proud of being one of the commanders of his Draxir army and for serving and proudfully serving with honor. So I think to be shown these truths probably really hurt. And that's on top of losing all of their friends and stuff in such horrible ways. It's it's crushing. Yeah, and, and I, I don't know. I think Nazdormu could have been a little more, a little nicer. I don't know, get the tissue out or something like that. But I don't know, I feel like Nazdormu is a little strapped for time right now and needs to, needs to do the whole tough love thing. It's like, oh, they're soldiers. But is the Keeper Time actually strapped for time? I don't know. They always seem rushed. Like, I, feel, I feel like Nazdormu could create some kind of time pocket somewhere to really give it time. And, you know, sandwich it. Like, say some nice things and then say the horrible things and then say some nice things to help afterwards. Yeah, it's like, Sandwich it. It's like, what hey, to do? Hey, hey. Hey, Everthal, check it out. Elena, you were, you were a fantastic commander. Like, you really were. You were, you were one of the best. Like, wow. Like, Anduin Lothar is jealous of your commanding <laughs> abilities. Like, you don't know who Anduin Lothar is. Great, great commander. <laughs> Just say yeah, I'm sure Nazdor would totally talk about Lothar. Oh, he absolutely would. Absolutely he would. Nazdor <laughs> knows all about Andrew Lothar. He's got all of his freaking <laughs> traded cards, all his figurines and collector's edition. Yeah, he's got them all. He's got them all. Big right. fan. Right. Yeah, he's he's like, mm. <laughs> Num- number one right there. He, 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 Andrew Lothar, he's like, he's like that that other Anduin, not nearly as cool. He's really into the light. I'm not really into the light. I'm more of the order magic kind of guy, you know, with the timey-wimey. But sure, if you're into the light, go with the old Anduin Wren. I'm more of an Anduin Lothar kind of guy. Just saying. So yeah, that's, that's like how he opens it up. And then he's like, snap out of it. You're being stupid. Deathwing sucks. And they're like, no, maybe, maybe you suck. Because hmm? this is the thing that we kind of missed from, from episode two. Uh, was when Emberthal was like, mm, that's not the general I remember. Maybe you, maybe you are the reason he went all senior psychopath. It's like, right. let me yeah, show Emberthal you Deathwing with the weird, crazy tentacle things, and you tell me if that was on me, or if he made a deal with the devil. <laughs> made a deal with the devil. <laughs> also knows the old gods. So, yeah, wasn't me. That was on him. Sorry about that. I don't know then to follow up with the nice thing at the end. I like your scales. You got a great transmog. It's beautiful. <laughs> I like your scales. <laughs> the equivalent of me walking up to you and saying, hey, Jen, I like your skin. Beautiful epidermis. I moisturize. What can I say? It's great. It's, it's important to moisturize. I do. It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> All right. So any other final thoughts on this before we jump into the not the last, but the second to last clip. I think just overall from the, those who worked on this video, I think they did a good job displaying Emberthal's emotions in that moment when Emberthal was realizing all these things were true and just kind of sunk down to the ground and was just crushed. And they did a really good job displaying that. And it was it was good. Yeah. So speaking of crushed, here's Emberthal crushed. So he locked us away, forgot we even existed. It would have been kinder to simply destroy us. Yeah. So, 
Oh yeah, I jumped the gun a little bit there. No, you got it. <laughs> that is that is Emberthal crushed. That is Emberthal crushed. Mm-hmm. So I did skip a little bit of part of the video because there was a good like thirty seconds of just like it doesn't translate well into an audio format. I'm just saying. <laughs> Go it's watch true. the video. It's true. It's them going like, oh crap. We got locked out. Because we see uh Deathwing put the drag theory into the stasis because he could no longer control them. Mm-hmm. Couldn't control them the same way that he could when he had the Titan Relic. I mean, obviously they were still totally on his side. They're like, no, we'll follow you completely and utterly, and you're the yes. best. We love you. It's like, yeah, but when I give you an order, you can't like split decision. Every single one of you know exactly what I want. Right. Yeah. And that's what I want. I don't want this like, well, he said this, and let me get this out. Hold on. Let me get this from the chain of command. It's like, oh, oh, okay. All right. All right. We're on the same page now. No, he wanted everyone to know instantaneously. And I get, I, I, mean, I kind of get that. That'd be nice. But, you know, can't, can't get everything you want. Anyway, the assumption I had here was Deathwing planned on trying to get the relic repaired so he could bring them out of stasis and then direct them just as he had before, but obviously that never happened. Okay, maybe he couldn't find someone to repair a Titan relic. That's probably a pretty good assumption that that never happened. And you could just easily say Blizzard, they would just say, yeah, I mean, he doesn't know any Titans anymore. There wasn't anyone roaming around to fix his old Titan relic, so... How is he going to get it fixed? So I'm like, okay, I could buy that. Yeah. But the other thing is like, yeah, but this is all just like new stuff. And they're just like trying to come up with a way to explain it. So. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe just be a case of Neltharian saw this army of Drakthir as his toys. And he couldn't control his toys anymore. So he put them in storage until he wanted to play with them again. So you're saying Deathwing is Andy in Woody's dream where it's like, I don't want to play with you play anymore. Play with you anymore. <laughs> Drop it into the box. Yes. <laughs> Super like that. Yes. And he's like, no. And then like my favorite line in that entire movie is, Look, I'm Woody. Howdy, howdy, howdy. Ah, uh-huh, ha, uh-huh. ha, Give me that. <laughs> <laughs> that was a shark that said that, by the way. <laughs> it was, yes. <laughs> it's a good line. <laughs> I just love the, the shark. Howdy, 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 howdy. <laughs> <laughs> he bobs his head around, yeah. <laughs> it's fantastic. <laughs> uh, so anyway, like the one question I have here in the notes is actually a decent question. What, what do we actually think Deathwing was thinking at this moment other than I don't want to play with you anymore? I honestly think it's all he was thinking. Either that or just... Maybe making mental note of where he stored them so he could use them again once he got the glove fixed. It's like a squirrel bearing his nuts. One of the two. And then he'd be yeah. like, he's like, ah, shit, where'd I put those guys? <laughs> totally forgot. <laughs> I don't know. Could yeah. be something like that. Or it's just, like I said, they're just like, well, you know, he did this thing, didn't work out, couldn't fix his Titan Relic, and then he got killed in Cataclysm. Oh, well. So, yeah. Want to get any, anything else before we wrap up the final uh, clip here? I think that's it. I think we should go to the final one. Well, let's, let's go to the final one then. I am sorry, my young friend. We had to know the truth. But do not despair. I now believe that Neltharion locked you away because of what you might become. What we might achieve 
free of his control. And now, you are free. This world has much to offer, and you will have a part to play in the events to come. You spoke of an ancient enemy's return. It is Razageth and the Primalists. That is why we were awakened. It seems that Neltharion yet had a purpose for you. But he is gone. You must decide which path you will take. Which story you will tell. My story will be my own. Fancy music at the end! Yeah! You must choose what story you're gonna tell. Horde or Alliance. You can choose one or the other. You do both. <laughs> Not on the same surfer, though. Well, yeah, that's true. That's true. Mm-hmm. So, so, I mean, what, what are we thinking here at this moment? Because, like we said, wrapping up this whole video, Nazdromo explains that it's his belief that Deathwing was worried that the Drak theory would become, you know, what they would what they would be able to become had he not been able to keep them in check. Do you agree with that? Or is that just Nazdromo being like, hey, man, you look really cool. Remember, remember when we were talking before and I was giving you that, like, you know, tough love? Let me do, you're pretty sweet. You're pretty awesome. So, uh, you could do some great things in your life. I'm just saying. Maybe. I had a thought, though, during that. What if there was a part of Neltharion that wasn't fully corrupted yet? And that part locked them away because he knew to ensure the future or to ensure some future for the other dragon flights, they would have to be used again down the road. So maybe that's why he locked them up for actual legit good reasons before his mind was completely succumbed to the old god shenanigans. That's a stretch. I don't think it's what it actually is, but there was just, just a brief moment where I was like, what if? Yeah, I mean, it could be because it does seem like I don't know. In the little videos and, and all this kind of thing from the video one, two, and three, it seemed like Deathwing was not corrupted, but like on the cusp. So he was kind of right, teetering. Right, right. right. It wasn't it wasn't actually there. And even, you know, Nazdorma was like, yeah, we were blind to it because we didn't want to see it. But maybe they were also blind to it because he wasn't really there yet. It was just like, yeah. Yeah, there's these telemarketers that are calling me day in and day out. It's like, they just won't <laughs> shut up. But, you know, he still knew that he didn't want to, like, buy those magazine subscriptions yet. So it made sense to me that maybe they're just like, yeah, I mean, they're not bugging me. I mean, maybe you should get a spam blocker or something like that. What's going on? Like, mm. <laughs> I don't know. So, yeah, maybe he was thinking, like, like, well, I'm kind of going through some things right now. I did, like, I kind of did a bad thing. I kind of went, and went all like spooky super saiyan maybe i gotta work on myself maybe get past some of this all right and then that's when you know old Deathwing was like well as i work through this maybe i should use some of my old brother's chime magic to make sure he can't see what just happened there so that's that's not that doesn't look good that's kind of like right mm, but at the same time you do have to kind of wonder what was so special about that moment that he that he hit it Right? We all knew it was the old guys that right. did it. Right? It doesn't seem like anything yeah. all that special. It's just like, oh, that's the moment he went, he went ah! <laughs> it's like, oh, God. Maybe he wanted maybe he wanted to hide where he was hiding the there. 
Maybe he didn't want the others to know about his army of Draxir. Maybe. Because here is here's the funny thing that I that I wrote down in my notes that we're kinda kinda going through here. Because I was thinking about this and, and I was like, okay, all right. Well he can't control them anymore. Can't control them anymore. Right. It was like the big big thing. Well control, if you think about it, that's kind of a it's kind of an order magic thing. That's yeah. that's not a void thing. If you're gonna say one thing about the void, it's not that they're really into controlling people. They're more about making them go insane. <laughs> not like, yeah? Yeah, you're not like, you do what I say. It's like, this is actually what the void does. I'm going to give you all the information. Not the information that you think you want. I'm going to overload the crap out of your brain, and then it's going to snap. All right? I'm not hiding anything. I'm an open book, baby. You want to know? Yeah. I'm going to tell you. And so, if anything, it's like, it's a little contradictory. Because if he's all... Team Void now, going all with the old guys. You'd think he'd be like totally fine with whatever the drag theory might become. It's like, come on, be better, be be the real you. Know, that seems a little silly, but it just goes against kind of like a, the thought process that you would be if you were all Voidy. So it's like, he still hasn't let go of that whole, well, I need to control everything <laughs> because I'm a very you know, true creation of the Titans. So he's he's really only dipped his toe in. And maybe he was embarrassed. Maybe he was embarrassed about the whole his he, he let he let go that one time. Right. So he was like, he was like, I'm gonna hide this from Nazdormu because ah no. Right. That was just the one time. <laughs> just trying to hide his shame. But uh obviously it turned out that there was a lot more than just the one time. It's a lot yes. more than just the one time. Yes. But yeah, I don't know. It just, it, it definitely seems like an anticlimactic moment of, well, this is the reason, this is what he was trying to hide from Nazdormu. Really? I think, I think they gathered that. <laughs> like, out of all the things he could hide, why, yeah, why, why that? Yeah, it just seems like there's, there would have been better things to hide. Like, I don't know, like I'm sure I could come up with something, but, but not that. Like, that's right. I don't know. Maybe. The one thing he was really trying to hide wasn't that, oh, I went to see your sacrifice. Like, who really cares? My guess of what he was actually trying to hide, if anything, was the fact that the relic existed. That would be Which actually... makes sense. That would be the one thing that would be like, oh, okay, that that is a reason to hide that because that's where it's like, oh, I have my little my little Nintendo Power Glove, right? <laughs> I had all my cheat codes <laughs> plugged in, little turbo. And my little Drak theory did whatever the heck I wanted, but wait... They broke. I had to go put them in the storage. I go put them in the toy chest. The little shark was saying, "Hey, I'm Emberthal now. Howdy, howdy, howdy!" Right? <laughs> <laughs> and that would be the only reason where it's like, okay, I'm gonna lock this away because I don't want Nazdormu figuring out like, well, timey wimey BS, and come through the time waves, snatch up my gl- power glove off my hand, like he did with my dragon soul, because I know that that hadn't actually happened yet, but I know it's gonna happen. <laughs> I don't know, but. To me, that's just like, that's the only thing I can think of. That's the only, uh, yeah. only thing I can think of as to why he would have hit that moment is that relic, which they did dwell on a lot. And the, even the camera zoomed in. I was like, look at that. It did. It's true. It's a freaking relic. Look, look at it broken on the ground. Oh, no. Oh, no. I busted the Krispy Kreme. Crap. <laughs> Dang it. So anyway, so here we got, we got some kind of follow up questions. Not, 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 not a lot, but here are the follow up questions. All right, do you think Nazdormu was correct 
Or was there another reason Deathwing imprisoned the Drakthir? Or put him in stasis? I don't know. I don't know. Just turned him off. Flip the switch. I just kind of assume at this point that he was just imprisoning them until he could use them again. Yeah. Put him on the shelf. A couple of theories here and there. We've kind of gone over it, but we'll go with that one as the number one theory, at least for me. Got it. Got it. Got Among it. the couple others. All right. So, what do we think of the series overall? All three of the episodes, which I'm pretty sure that's all we're going to wanted, get. I wanted more. I kept waiting for the fourth, and I kept watching and waiting and watching away. I'm like, come on, I need more information. Give it to me now. No. Nope. Didn't, didn't, didn't get any of that. Just, just, just the three. Yeah, just the three. Just the three. But it was good, though. I, I like this style of series and this artwork, and... You could tell, like, a lot, some people put a lot of hard work into this, and I thought it was pretty great, and it was a good introductory to those who don't know any of the background of the dragons, as well as to just people and getting them ready for Dragonflight in general. Mm-hmm. Especially because Razageth is the first boss. Yeah. Of the, of the first raid. It is. So, that is kind of the, the big question that I have with Razageth. Being the first boss of the first raid. Teeny tiny spoiler. Not a big one. Not a big one. Where does that where does that actually leave this? Because it seems like between this, that little like cinematic that they did with the dwarf and the and the Zandalari troll and the Razagath are showing up and it's, you know, full friggin' nom, nom, nom. rendered beautiful glory, right? Where are we going? If this is just patch 10.0. This is a and you did bring up a good point earlier because one of the leaders of the primalists or the incarnates right like are they a primalist or the incarnates I don't remember it's like which is which is which is the primalists like the faction and the incarnates are the leaders that's of the primalists that's my guess I think that's what it is that's my guess yeah, I think that's what's going on so so what's happening Do are we gonna are we gonna be fighting more dragony goodness incarnates or is it gonna be no, this isn't an old god expansion expansion. I don't think it I don't think it's gonna be quite that intense. So, you know, in BFA for quite actually since the beginning, I knew it was gonna be something more than what we were getting because it's gonna be a battle for Azeroth. I didn't think it were gonna be like a whole old god patch, but I knew it was gonna be more than just what we were getting. I don't think this is gonna become an old god expansion like that, but I think it's going to build up to one next expansion or at least be oh god adjacent like voidy goodness be- adjacent yeah like not straight up like we're gonna fight all the old gods ever and blah blah, blah. like just more like oh here's what old gods did here oh here's what old gods did over there here's the shenanigans there happening mm-hmm. and we're gonna start learning more and more about what they've been up to because we're already getting let's just little they're just dropping little hints here and there. You know, we have what we read in the lore books about how the Black Empire was spreading and how, you know, the Pantheon Order was trying to hide what the old gods were up to and the Titan Keepers were trying to hide that information. And then we have all this Notharian talk with him becoming corrupted and becoming Deathwing. And I just I feel like we're gonna keep keep getting these Here's what the old gods have done with everything. Because our fingers are in all the pots. And they're horrible. 
And oh hey, eleven point oh oh god expansion. Yeah, I, I'm I'm struggling to figure out exactly where the friggin' expansion as a whole is gonna kinda go. Not that I ever can honestly figure it out, because I'm not saying like I'm Right. Friggin' Nostradamus or something. I don't know. <laughs> I never I never know. I'm like, I still think we're going to the Emerald Dream. Why? Because <laughs> Because we're going to the Emerald Dream, everybody. Because Ysera and all that kind of, it's, there's a lot of... Jin spoken. There's a lot of loose threads there with the whole that, right? Yeah, with but the whole that. Ysera, Elune, Winter Queen. Yes. There's, yeah, it's, there's still some stuff there, clearly. But, okay, like, let's, let's, let's go through this. Like, okay, we got patch 10.0, season one, raid, whatever we're going to call it. That's going to be, we got Vault of the Incarnates. Right, Razagath is the last one. I don't know. It seems like a lot of hype. A lot of hype going into just Razagath. All the stuff is like it really does. Like Razagath, Razagath. I mean, but at the same time, they kind of did that with the Warlords of Draenor, and like literally one of the Warlords was taken out in the very first fight in the very first raid, and you're like, "That's true." That was weird. (laughs) (laughs) Why'd you do that, Bliss? He was kind of the cool one. Right. Well, we know from the interview that Berserker Manny and someone from Raider IO Hula did hoops. with Ian. Hula hoops, yeah, hula hoops. Uh, we we know from that that first off, there's a lot of encrypted story that we don't know about yet. Which is so it, it makes sense that they're they're hyping up Razageth. Which and so I just want to say, dear Blizzard. As a lore podcaster who was actually excited about experiencing the story myself, thanks actually for not making me feel like I yeah. had to cover it. I'm it excited. It makes me so happy. I'm so I cannot wait. I'm. So, I heard that, and I was just oh, I'm so excited. And we also found out we're meeting things like a ten point ten point oh point two or ten oh two. Yeah, like a ten oh two. Like we're getting ten oh two. Like not not ten five. Like we're getting a ten oh two. Mm-hmm. So, like, we're we're going to be getting a little bit of story here and there. So, I think they're hyping up Razika so much because a, they're hiding other stories, and it's easier to do that if you're hyping up this one big bad. Yeah, it's kind of like kind of like magician. They're always like, look over here when they're really just doing all the trick over here. But if you right, just if you exactly. just averted your attention, you'd totally see what was happening. Yep, exactly, exactly. Okay, B okay. and B. What was my B? Mm-hmm. I interrupted you. And they, they've dropped. They've they've hinted so many other things here and there that could be a story touched on. Like, why was it so important to give us Alderman Legacy of Tear before the expansion dropped? Why was it important for us to read those lore books before? So, like, we might be getting some more Odin story. We might be getting this, that, and the others. Like, there's so many things it could be. It just Razageth is kind of that, you know. Look over here, thing. It does. It absolutely does feel like that. Where it's like, we're going to the Dragon Isles, everybody. Big dragons attacking. Big scary lightning. Blah, 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 blah. Right? Okay. We're going to ignore the fact that Terralian's been doing stuff with Lyria. And if you click on Terralian a bunch of times until you get his click lines mm-hmm. in Stormwind, you could do it right now in game, even before before the game drops or the expansion drops. He talks about how him and Illyria are talking about remodeling the Stormwind Keep. <laughs> That's not their job to remodel Stormwind Keep. He's just keeping the damn throne warm. So why is he talking about remodeling? 
And what is he going to remodel it to? I just like the fact that Cadgar couldn't remember knowledge is power. That cracked me up. When I just, <laughs> <laughs> knowledge that is really flower. Good. Wait, no, that's not right. Seriously, everyone, if you start the expansion now and you don't click on everyone until you get their funny click lines, you're, I'm sorry, I like you, but you're doing it wrong. <laughs> Cadgar's got some great ones. When he popped up, I was like, oh. they are, They are pretty great. <laughs> you're getting clicked, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> well in the very first so when you first see Kagar, if you click on him he doesn't do anything and I was so upset I was so disappointed but then what I did later on after I, do, I did another quest or two I'm like oh there they are hello Kadgar I missed you <laughs> thank you for finally talking to me knowledge is powder wait that's not right knowledge is chowder flounder oh for goodness sake line yeah and speaking of which, I'm sure we will talk all about the freaking first little intro cinematic that we got with, you know, Caligos walking in to see, you know, Cadgar and all this good stuff. Um, Yeah. In the future episodes, because I'm excited. It's going to be good, y'all. It's gonna Things be good. are happening. So think we're good. It's good spot to wrap it up for now. I think we're, yeah, I think we're, we're hitting a good spot here. There could be so many things that this could become. You know, we got the whole thing, too, with the infinite dragonflight. I want to say infinite pirate dragon because I just really need that as a mount. Sure. Please, sure, Blizzard. Sure, okay, sure. thanks. But um, <laughs> like that's a whole other thing that, that has been hinting about that we're going to talk about So or get to at some point. So there's just so many ways this expansion could go by the end. And because we don't know everything yet, it's kind of it's kind of exciting. I, I haven't been this excited for expansion I mean, and I'm always excited for new expansion and new content, but this is just a little extra, a little, a little extra oomph to it with the excitement. Yeah, I don't think I've been this excited for expansion since Legion, honestly. Yeah. Like, they, they have, they're, they're managing to really, like, hype my, my excitement up. I'm like, I don't know. I'm cautiously optimistic, but this is just like a god. I mean, especially, I mean, you, throw Cadgar at me right away. I'm like, he's back. How you doing, buddy? One of these days, I'm going to obliterate that pernicious statue of me at the gates of Stormwind. I mean, come on. I don't look that old. <laughs> I love Cadgar. You get, get giddy for Cadgar. I wasn't aware of this. Oh, All right. Cadgar's fantastic. I love Cadgar. Cadgar's pretty great. Like, I, I love Maggie. Maggie's good. But he has no Cadgar. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, that is true. He is not Kagar. This is this is accurate. Yeah. Facts. Well, I think that is where we will leave it. And I will just leave it with this one final silly little thing is that this is the one point in time where I'm actually like, I almost wish we were weekly because there's going to be a freaking treasure trove goodness. Just wonderfulness. <laughs> it's just going to be flowing. Gonna, and I'm just going to be, be like, lot. I feel like I need to cover it all. But we it's every other week and. Hey, that's the thing. I have a feeling next expansion is going to be a little over the place because we have, not only do we have all of our new gameplay to start talking about when we do record and our experiences and our thoughts and any new story bits that come out, but we also have a 35 page PDF just dropped yesterday, day before Monday, Monday? Or is the time Today's as of recording literally last week? So yesterday? I don't know. But basically, Christy Golden on her birthday dropped a 35 page story and I think it's the, the Lorthamar and the Rosara 
Thorisra wedding. It is. And also, I would like to point out that uh, I've only read like the first like opening paragraph and I immediately was like, I am too tired for this to process right now, right now because it started referencing Rathion as the aspect and the Earth Warrior. And I went, I don't know if this is a Rathion fever dream. Okay. But I'm going to put this down for now. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to read that later. Right. Yeah. Like right now, like I kind of just need to get through this week and then I have a nice 40 weekend and my plan is to read it during that. So, uh, so I'm sure we'll, we'll talk about that next, next episode. We'll talk about everything we're learning and there's just going to be, it's just going to be like five topics at a time. Next, next episode. It's great. We'll see. It's going to be nuts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Give me good times. Well, speaking of nuts and the amazing thing, you have a job to do, Allie. I do. <laughs> That's right. Hey, remember earlier in the episode when I was nuts and talking to how you could support the show and to stay tuned to the end of the show? Hi. Hi again. We're at the end of the show where I get to be awkward again. And it's also the part of the show where we say a quick thank you to all the patrons that support us and keep the show going. Seriously, thank you all so very much. If you would like to join their ranks and support this show, you can do that by going to patreon.com slash live, laugh, lore. And here are monthly shenanigans with various things. Now, every episode, we, we like to thank all of our patrons, patrons, all of you. Thank you very, very much. But we do like to give a very special thank you to our top patrons. And because I'm not Jen, I'm going to say it this one the right way because I don't struggle. Uh, we got Marjo Fission. <laughs> Hello. At least yeah, see, I said it right. It's fine. Um, Ickis. Hello again, Ickis. We have Sarith. Sarith likes to give me crap about foods and stuff. It's fine. Nadun. Hello, hello. Mud. You're fantastic. Thank you. I almost said welcome. I don't know why, but welcome to the end of the show, I guess. Uh, Chris Malore. <laughs> I don't know. It's it's fine. It's fine. We're just, just go with it. Uh, hello, Chris Malore. Thank you. Dungeon Master Burke. We're playing D&D again this weekend, eh? Yes, that is the plan. I believe so. I'm excited. Yes. Andracorus, who shared the picture of his drag there in the Discord, and it was cool looking. It was. Thank you all very much. I still have to throw mine in the Discord. Mine's kind of cool. I need you to. It's purple. Yeah. Of course, it's purple. I love purple. Ooh. Stories. There's nothing in the world more powerful than a good story. Today, in honor of Thanksgiving here in the United States, we're just going to go and change it up just a little bit. We're not going to really tell a story, per se. So what we're going to do, just real quick, is we're going to do the one tradition that many families here that we've probably all endured at least one time, is we're going to go around the virtual table, all two of us, and tell us what we are <laughs> thankful for. All right. And since this was my idea, Allie, you get to go first. Ha! <laughs> But don't worry. I, oh, great. I, I warned her. Thanks. I did. I it's didn't just true. bring it on her. He, he did. He did text me warm. It's true. It's true. Um, wow. I, it's hard because I have a very long list. Uh, first off to you, dear Jen, because this has been a pretty crappy year for me. And so having people like you in my corner uh, helped me through some pretty dark days. So thank you for being such an amazing friend and co-host and I love you dearly and I just can't stop thinking you enough first and foremost I mean I could but I'm not going to so uh, <laughs> and to 
all of you amazing, wonderful listeners. It's just so much fun to do this show. And the fact, I mean, we, we would probably do this show and just the two of us geek out and have laughs and it would be fine. But having you all listen and participate and interact with the show and everything makes it so much more special. And I really just, I'm, I'm just so thankful for that. It's, it's wonderful. Um, my amazing husband, who I, who lets me do, not lets, that does, that doesn't sound right. Who, who encourages me. He allows, he allows it. Me. No, <laughs> he 100% supports and encourages all my creative endeavors. And I adore him for that. And gosh, I just feel like I, I have so many, like just, I feel very fortunate and blessed to have the friends I have and just even this last year, like a lot of those friendships have grown and I just cherish each, each of them for different reasons. And then we'll be here for like another five hours if I go over them. So <laughs> um, I just, I feel very fortunate with that. And I feel very fortunate in that I'm making some positive changes in life and next year's going to be a good year. And I'm thankful for that. And I'm thankful for uh, this game that we all get to geek about and just enjoy and be entertained by and talk about and all the work that goes into it. And I'm just very hopeful for the future. And again, I could I could keep talking, but again, we would be here for another like five hours. So uh, I will probably leave it at that for now. All right. Well, don't worry. I'm not going to make you say what I'm thankful for because I will just jump right into it because... Oh, hey, Jim, what are you thankful for? Oh, okay, thanks. <laughs> pass, pass the baton. All right, I understand. That's how that works. So, uh, I don't know, I wrote some stuff down here just because I just wanted to make sure that I got it all out, but I'm going to try and say it as off the cuff and just as kind of from the heart as best I can. So, I, I do, just like you, Allie, have a ton of things that I am incredibly thankful for, like my amazing wife, who puts up with all my ridiculousness uh, because... <laughs> <laughs> I work a lot of hours. I do a lot of silly things on the side. So, you know, yeah, the, any time that I get to spend with her, it's just, it's, it's wonderful. And that's why I try and cut back and save time for as much as I can. Cause I don't know. I, I, I do a lot and I just want to make sure that I'm always spending as much time with her as possible. And so just as you, I also need to say, just as you said, thank you to me. I also would like to say thank you to you, Allie, for being a fantastic co-host and always, you know, always, I don't, I'm not going to say putting up with me because that's, that's not really, like, <laughs> I mean, maybe a little, there's a couple moments where it's like, oh, Jesus. I mean, maybe once in a while, jerk face, but you know, it's, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's all in good fun though. But yes, you're just, yeah, you, you're always a, a good person to listen to all of the things that I'm going through. I don't know. I feel like I am the stereotypical, very stoic, like I'm always got all my shit together kind of person, but eh, it's not really true. Not, not in the inner working. So it's always nice to have that person to always bounce some stuff off of and talk about that kind of crap. But I definitely have to also just be to say that I am incredibly thankful for, for, you know, you all listeners, just as Allie, I'll just echo that. I will be, be honest. I don't know if I could just be geeking out with just the two of us and doing this show. Um, if it wasn't for the interactions. Yes. Would I geek out with Allie and, and ch have these chats with her? Of course. That, but that's very different 
than the structure of putting the notes together, than editing, <laughs> than and all that producing. kind of stuff. <laughs> yes. So <laughs> those are silly DMs and texts, not just you know editing and recording and lines and yeah. yeah. So just the fact that I don't know, I bring some type of I don't know levity to this world and and, and with the, any kind of content creation that I do, it it yeah. I don't even know how to describe how happy it makes me when you get that message from a, l- a listener just saying that they enjoyed it. It it put it always puts a smile on my face. It always makes me incredibly thankful that, you know, someone not only took the time to listen, because if that's you, because trust me, as a fan of podcasts myself, I just listen. I don't always reach out. I don't I don't do a lot of that. <laughs> I so don't don't feel pressured to to reach out but those who do i definitely appreciate it and i've always i don't know i've always put a, a huge um like i don't know i'm, I'm kind of human as, as i say i always kind of you always you always recognize the you always remember those negative comments the most but i can honestly say like like i don't know you guys you guys have been awesome i haven't really received very much negative comments at all from from this so you're all wonderful and just a little the, the silly little tweets as soon as the freaking show goes out that starts coming through. <laughs> yes, Kara, I see them and they're hilarious and I love them. <laughs> so, yeah, I just I don't know. Like I kind of was saying, without all these listeners, um, I, I'm not sure I would have the passion to keep actually making the show. But so there you go. You all you you all keep making me wanting to do it because you're all wonderful. And I am incredibly thankful for each and every one of you that do do listen. So. Again, thank you. But I think with that, since I don't have anything else to say, I'm just going to sit here and keep being sappy because you're all are amazing. And I love you all. And Allie, you're a great co-host. So thank you for that. And you're great too. Now I'm getting more combos. <laughs> She's finally had combos. It, it happens to her. Patrons. Thank you so much for listening to Live Laugh Floor. If you have a topic or a question you'd like us to discuss, send us an email at lizlafflorecast at gmail.com. If you want to support us on Patreon, you can do so by going to patreon.com slash livelafflore, and you can keep the show going for as little as a dollar an episode. You can watch Ali live on Twitch Sunday nights over at twitch.tv slash and you can watch Jin Monday nights at twitch.tv slash joint. You can also follow the show on Twitter at live underscore laugh underscore lore. You can follow Jin on Twitter at Jin's Joint, and you can follow Ali at Anders K. Meanwhile, be kind and take care. Dalaran. Why, yes, it's currently floating over. Where did we leave that city? You know, I'm going to have to get back to you.